0: Welcome back to Quick Bites. We also don't have a recording limit anymore.
1: What? Not that we usually go over, but just
0: if we For have those to. those watching, we had a camera that would time out after 30 minutes, and we couldn't like, figure out how to change
1: it. You don't got to expose us like
0: that, but... Um, hey, it's truthful. It's honesty.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Sony really changed the game with the a7 four. We don't have drinks today. Did you have coffee this morning? I didn't. I just had a... Uh, energy liquid
0: IV. I love that you carry your KZB Yeti like everywhere with you. Like I saw him at the gym the other morning and he's drinking out of a Yeti at the gym.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well yeah when I get like one water bottle I drink out of it for like a year straight. I love that. I love that. How's your Thanksgiving? It was good. Relaxing. It was actually like the first week that I just like had a lot of downtime. I was kind of bored but It's probably a good thing. Like I drafted all of our posts for the whole week. Wow. So I just go post, 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 post. And I was done like five minutes a day. (laughs) So like work was like five minutes a day. And uh, slept into like eight or nine every morning. It was refreshing. It was a good reset.
0: It was nice. I feel like I sent out way too many emails over like the holiday week last week because now I feel like my inbox is just blowing up left and right this week. So everybody's trying to squeeze shit in before the new year
1: yeah that's it's the awkward time between thanksgiving and christmas where it's like is people are people working like you keep looking at me like
0: blake are you paying attention i'm like yeah i'm trying to find well no it's like are people working I then it's you. like is blake gonna have another kid <laughs> yeah do any day now dude it's gonna
1: be chaos for about the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, you got kenzie at home and then just have like the nanny Dude, this full-time. is the greatest
0: thing ever my oldest, Aria, she freaking loves Christmas movies, and I have her hooked on Elf right now. Classic. And so she like <laughs> wants to watch it every night, and she's super excited for me to tuck her in at bed and have tickle fights.
1: That's you know, so, so funny. Yeah, just, just make so sure funny. she doesn't start eating spaghetti with me. All right. Let's, uh, she asked for that for breakfast <sighs> this morning. So
0: um, what's going on in the world? We've got... I hate that we always talk about Elon, but I feel like well, he is just well, a mean, dominant force in creating some chaos at the moment. Twitter.
1: Yeah, at the moment he's like ruling the world. Yeah, because um, like Apple kind of does that right now, and he's the only one that's like challenging Apple.
0: Yeah. Our topic of the day is App Store.
1: Yeah. Thirty percent fees. <clears throat> yeah, and it's crazy. E phone. E phone <laughs> <Is> that coming. <laughs> Tesla phone. Did you get uh, your cologne? hair?
0: Not yet. <laughs> I just wonder know. if I really hope it just
1: smells like ass, like straight burnt hair. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great, great scent. But yeah, so the app store, <laughs> um, three fe- percent. I didn't really know the depths of that. Um, yeah, or how that really worked because I don't know. Did you send me something or I read something that was like no one's ever been able to challenge it?
0: Yeah, because Apple, Apple. Apple is such a, I mean, shoot, they were smart enough to develop the phone, you know, the product. Now our lives are so ingrained in these phones, they control that landscape.
1: Yeah. You know? Even now, especially with, what, iOS 16? Yes. Everything's so much more interactive, more than it already was.
0: And it works for you in ways. I'm trying to find my notes that I sent to you. I
1: think... I think in the last year, I've really started to understand how my phone is more of a tool than a, what you know, whatever. What
0: it's used for. Like, oh, I just have it to call my friends and family and FaceTime my grandparents. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's a device that has changed the world um, dramatically, you know, from a technological standpoint. But app store fees. So if you develop an app, from my understanding um you are paying roughly 30% of your app i don't know if it's the full app revenue or if it's just ad just the purchase price let's say we we're buying an app for $3 mm. but like what apps do you buy these days that's so true. Like three. Because it's all in-app <laughs> purchases. So that's the other thing that I didn't have a hot minute to research and I was kind of confused about. Is, like, come on. Does Apple take 30% of your in-app
1: purchases as well? I think so. And on top of ad revenue?
0: Yes. Like just the app revenue. Like the total, re- yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and where that gets really interesting is that a lot of these apps wouldn't, have the ability to reach consumers without apple yeah you know what i mean like yeah like i'm just gonna run an app on my dell computer yeah it's like they they kind of have the right to control what's out there to an extent but at the same time in ways it's a total monopoly
1: yeah i mean they need to work on it though for like mac like i have to go to safari to download spotify like come on like what are we doing like, why Do you is it? should
0: just be built into the product.
1: Well, not necessarily that, but like in the app store. Like, I want to go to the app store and search up Spotify and download it. Now I have to go to Safari, search, download Spotify. Ah. Because yeah, you have to go through the, through like a, a browser, browser versus the app store. Which is just confusing to me because I'm like, I mean, I, I understand that it's like optimized for iPhone, but like you can still get it on your laptop. So I don't right. know. It's just certain things like that. Very like, I don't know if I've ever downloaded an app from the app store on my computer. I know. Besides Isn't that like odd? Final cut, but yeah,
0: which it's is an really Apple. interesting how that <laughs> landscape works because of it. Um, it and I don't know this whole thing with Twitter delisting or the App Store potentially delisting Twitter is
1: really fascinating to me. Because like, how would you be able to get it? That if not, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I mean, Elon could. Would it be a web browser? I, I mean, you always could just
0: have true. Not an app, but like a tile link on Mm -hmm. your iPhone that takes you to the web browser of Twitter. But, I mean, that's just four steps instead of one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so then Elon's like, I'll just make the phone. (laughs) I'll just make a phone. Screw you guys. What's interesting about him saying that is
0: no one's really competed against Apple. I mean, Samsung, I don't really... Look at them, well, even like they, they Pepsi, are like, a competitor, like they make each other better, but that's
1: why not one of them is Monopoly. But also like, I mean, I'd, I would probably call Apple a little bit, you know, like low key, but I feel like there's enough consumers for each to where it makes it not universal. For Apple and Samsung? Yeah. Like Coke and Pepsi. Like right. People like one or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people... Whatever. I just drink care both. less. But like, I'm you like, don't, you don't, Do you have a it. diet what? Yeah. Yeah. I'll you don't, take you it. don't drink a, or you don't use a Samsung and an iPhone. Yeah. You don't. It's one or the other. And one you're usually pretty stern in that belief. Yes. <laughs> like, yes.
0: Have you ever tried a Samsung phone? <laughs> no. I tried one no. for one month when like the S6 came out and I was like, okay, I'm going to go Samsung because it's smarter and better. Used it for a month and was like, this is the most confusing fucking thing in my life.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, the congruency between all my devices. I don't know. It's just, it's you, it, really nice. In this
0: era of time, if you are segregated with like not having an Apple computer
1: and an Apple iPhone, then you're just kind of fucked.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> nothing will sync.
1: Yeah. Cause I don't really know. I mean, what? There's, you can buy a Samsung phone. I don't even know. My mom uses a a Dell Samsung. laptop drives like, me
0: nuts. I'm like, mom, these green texts. Your mom does? Yeah.
1: Did you see that? Um, now Samsung, <laughs> now Samsung if you like like a message, it won't say Blake liked your message. It'll actually show the like on your message. Oh, well. But when Samsung likes Apple ones now, it it's only goes Apple to Samsung, not Samsung Ooh. back to Apple. So it's like getting closer to being more like less hard to like communicate between the like the two. Right. But it was just funny that it's compatible now with Samsung, but Samsung's not, not compatible backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This
0: whole Elon thing, uh, making his own phone is very, I don't think it's going to happen because, but it could be like, I don't know. That's what he did to the freaking car industry. (laughs) It's disrupted and he is a disruptor. I mean, maybe the phone will like float (laughs) next to you. Or it'll be in your brain. Yeah. Hey, another topic that's interesting to me is Amazon Alexa is like getting thrashed and trashed right now. Like Amazon is losing like, I think they, I read it was 10 billion a year this year on all of the development that they thought that Amazon Alexa would take off like it did. And it just hasn't quite caught on because I think, and it goes back to everything that we talk about all the time. It's like, yes, we have the technology to do all of these things, but it's the consumer adoption is what makes it come to fruition. Like, we have the technology for full self-driving cars. Like we do, but consumers are not adopting it fast enough.
1: That's so that's a big thing. So like voice command, like I've never had an Alexa. I've never had I've never had any of that stuff because I'm just like, it's not practical for me. Like I can just do it myself, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Gary's a big proponent of that in the future of like, everyone's just going to be like, Hey, order be this boom and it will do it.
0: Well, I think that that's false. I disagree with that a hundred percent because the brain power it takes to use that, it doesn't need to be around all the time unless you need to know something. So it's like True. how often do you forget to Google things now? Like like that would be a use case for it. It's like, and Gary uses the example, okay, what's the forty sixth president of the United States of America? Like when do you ever really need to know that? Yeah. But for like random quick hit stuff, I think it's a use case, but I don't think that you will devices are already smart enough. that They will, you can program them and you can teach them to read and react without you having to say anything. So that's where I think it's going is it's going to the extent of, Oh, my, my garage door knows that I'm a mile away from my house. So it opens it up automatically. Mm -hmm. I don't have to say Alexa open the garage door. Yes. You know what I mean? So I, I, I feel like technology is past Alexa because of the consumer adoption level, not absorbing it and using it. Yes, I use Alexa for music sometimes at my house, timers when I'm cooking, but that's
1: about it. You know what's funny? Like, you know, I'm Gen Z, right? So very, like, up with the times.
0: Oh, you're up with the times, huh? Well, Like,
1: you know, I'm just, like, in the technology, I know how it all works, <laughs> but, like, I don't use a lot of it. Like right. Like, I just started using Reminders on Apple, and, like, I I don't... Like, everything. I do everything manually. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think I've adapted to... Like, I think my processes and my life could be a lot easier if I took the time to, like, implement the tools that I have in front of me. That we are
0: presented with. I just never passes my mind.
1: Like, speaking of
0: this, like, there's that app shortcuts on your phone that you can program things in your phone. And I've seen some wild ones where it's, like, you can geofence, like, certain things to react. I haven't seen the one you're talking about, but.
1: So they're called NFC tags. And it's pretty much just I think a. I've seen that. They're just like a white dot, and it's just like a little chip. And you tap it, you sync it, and it's like, all right. When this NFC tag is, and if you have a smart home, it's a lot easier and more compatible. But when you tap it, this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. So like you walk in the front door, tap it, your home locks your door, turns on your music in the living room, and also, you know, turns on whatever, the, yeah, Close the your mood lighting or whatever, yep, with one tap. So like I think that's really cool, um, and I I actually got some and I was like testing out like how can this be? Did useful you to really? Me? And so like I would tap it and it would open my app to open like unlock my door, to yeah. my apartment. So like I don't have a smart home though. That's the disconnect. You yeah, have, to have a
0: you have to have the full system system. Yep. Yeah, and that's what's like really interesting. I've I have probably on a scale of one to ten. Probably a lot. I would say, from what I've seen on, you know, 10 being the smartest home possible, probably a four, like music, TV, audio. Some lights in our house are connected to the system. And it's so nice when I'm laying in bed and I left lights or a TV on or something that mm. I can just hit one button good night and it all shuts off. Yeah. I just wish it shut the garage doors for me. This is a shout out to my wife because she always yells at me because I forget to close garage door because I'm How from Boise, Idaho.
1: That? How do you forget to close? Dude, the garage? I it's was like,
0: born in a house where my mom left the front door open and unlocked, and the garage doors <laughs> open 24-7. Like, I, that was just our life.
1: I I did grow up with our garage door being open constantly. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm very, like, I have, you know, like, OCD, so I'm very, like, process. Like, I have processed. So I'm like, All right. Yeah. Turn my car off, garage, door, door, inside. Kind of, so it's just, like, engraved to me to close the garage door, but... One thing I want to touch on about the Amazon thing, I was talking to Bree's dad about the Whole Foods, because he's, he's a superintendent for ESI. So right. he's building a Whole Foods right now in Albuquerque. But I was asking him, I was like, have you ever built one of the Whole Foods Amazon you know, self-checkout stores? Like, oh yeah. did you just put it in your cart and go? <clears throat> and he was like, I haven't. We We have, though. But he was like, I heard it's a pain in the butt because it's like all the sensors and like the efficiency seems like it's not really there yet from like a – construction standpoint um i want to speak on that
0: because i feel like that industry of okay construction it's the good old boys very blue collar like hard worker hammer nail saw like build shit yeah (laughs) when you layer in technology it's really confusing for them so like there's a divide yes and when it comes to smart homes here's another thing the technology's there like I can even see how it works inefficiently, but my installers that install my type of technology don't quite understand how the consumer uses it. They're such tech nerds because they need to know that yeah. for how it how the system works, but they have a disconnect to how the consumer uses it. Mm-hmm. Like when they set up my home system, there's like 15 apps that you can select from for music. It's like Amazon. It's like Apple Music. It's you have... 20 of them. I said, delete all of those out of there. I only need one. He goes, well, you could have these different accounts and these, and it was just confusing because there's a disconnect between construction technology. And then there's a disconnect between technology and the everyday consumer because we all absorb those things so differently. So speaking of the Amazon go stores, like I think more of them would be built because it's very useful, but they can't get the right construction companies or understanding of sensors and the technology to install them efficiently.
1: Well, yeah. Then it's you like, you kind of okay, see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is it, worth, is it worth it to ESI to hire someone to train all these construction workers on how to properly install like all these little sensors? It's a set. whole division within a construction company. It's like, oh, our technology IT department or whatever. Well, that's why you know, we built out. you built out the office and then you had the audio visual, audio visual dude come in and set up everything. So it's like, it wasn't done with hand the office. Hand. Yeah. You know, so, and then
0: the, the huge shortage in labor in that arena is a huge problem with the growth of technology in an office space, in a grocery, like there's not installers, like the people I used on my house, like it's one dude that owns a company Yeah, and he's got a right hand guy that's really good too but they were like we've been through like seven employees in the last year because we can't find labor and we can't pay crazy wages you know if someone's going to go into tech they're going to go be a software engineer and make 200k a year and sit on their booty you know
1: they're going to be sending three so there's a huge
0: disconnect in that in that space that you know it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because i've been to a few of those amazon go stores and it like blows your mind how efficient it is and just weird like i saw one there's one in an airport now and she just grab your shit and go that's crazy
1: and then like charges it to your amazon account yep yep that's that's crazy it's really interesting that's cool though i think it would catch on eventually but speaking of construction you see the new uh jp morgan chase building in new york wow i sent you that right yeah yeah thing looks crazy it baffles me like i can't wrap my head around like building 150 story buildings right i just i just can't um so I see that. I'm just like, how in the...
0: It, and it's interesting because like some of these architectural designs that these guys are doing, like there's this building in Chicago and they had a, a setback off the river that they had to build. So like the bottom three floors of the building are slanted outwards and then the building goes up and you're like, how does the weight load bearing? And it's like, oh, well, cause they had to build 200 feet deep into the ground to have enough... Like load bearing for all of the hanging weight with the
1: wind. Like I'm like, whoa, dude. That's that's really crazy. Like, even in this tiny ass building that we're in right now, I'm just like, how isn't in the it? Hell? Isn't
0: it weird that like we consider this a tiny ass building in the big scheme of things?
1: Well, yeah, because it
0: is. Tw- what is 20 it? Stories. Nineteen stories. Yeah, you know, like most buildings, and I mean these big cities are. Like when we
1: were in Minneapolis, I'd never had to look that like straight up to see a <laughs> to building. See I'm like building. seeing them in person, like growing up in I- Boise, yeah. Idaho is like seeing those buildings. is just like, these are huge. They're massive. Like we, I can't see this building from anywhere, but like coming downtown. It. Yeah. You can't see it from like, like, when like you're, Meridian. Yeah. When you're like in other city, like you can see, like, I remember I was like flying into Houston or whatever. And like, we weren't, we weren't next to Houston, but like the airport's pretty far away from it. But like, I could see all the buildings. Yeah. And it's like, how tall they have to be to do that? To
0: like see it from
1: a distance, it's interesting. It's crazy to me, but um,
0: it's wild. Any fun real estate facts in the local market that you real know? Real estate
1: of? facts. I'm not the real estate guy. I know I'm the real estate guy. How is it looking? I mean, it's interesting right now. In commercial, I was There's actually few... talking to Bree's dad. Sorry to interject. No, go but for it. He was asking me. He was like, "What's the real estate market like?" And I was like, "The commercial market is." a lot different than residential right mm-hmm. now. Right. Cause like rates aren't really dropping if anything, they're raising. Right.
0: Yeah. I think we're at this like rental rates stagnation is. point that like, we're not like going down, down, down. We're just getting back to equilibrium. Yeah. You know, really we happening. were so out of inventory for so many years. I mean, I've been in commercial real estate for close to eight years now, like actively doing deals and for the first time ever, I'm actually seeing options for buyers and leverage and negotiations that they haven't had in many years. It's like, you pay the list price or you miss out. And now they actually have the ability to put some pressures on sellers. And for many people, they think, oh, well, it's a recession. No, it's just equilibrium. It's It's a balance, (laughs) you know, and Boise's been so, I mean, to speak to it, the industrial market in Boise, Idaho, over the last 10 years has been in such a deficit because of availability. Um, there was one local guy that owned close to a $150, $200 million portfolio of industrial land and properties, and he finally sold that close to three years ago, three, four years ago, and now the new owners are finally developing it out, so it's helping with the issue that we've had. Of such low vacancy, it's been like below two percent, which is which is crazy, nuts, you know. Like isn't New York's like? I have no idea. Like just in some of these bigger cities, like to have some vacant warehouses, things like that. Like that's good for growth, you know. If mm-hmm. you're like upside down, well, like it gives you the seen, option to
1: grow. <laughs> exactly, it
0: does. Like where we've had it so locked up in one one person's control for so many years, it's really hurt our. Our place on the map from an industrial, like manufacturing, like pass through place, because Salt Lake is obviously five years ahead of us from that standpoint. But it's nice to finally see those balancing out. You know, if we go into a recession next year, I mean, we're already in one. I mean, based on the, the data and the stock market, like we're in a recession.
1: I was talking to Jake this morning on the treadmill about that. I was like, I don't even, I, can, I forget that we're in a recession. You know, I know like, what, you know, like just, it's just a numbers thing, really.
0: Yeah, it's it's all a data game. And then it's how you live your life. I mean, I think it's smart to be wary of your $100 meals out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. But, um,
1: you we're, know, we're tighten not things the, up, we're not be the smart. two to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, stop talking to us about nice meals.
0: How's Tokamadera? Madeira?
1: It was good. Absolutely enjoyed the environment, 100. percent That was a really quick pivot from real estate to restaurants. It's it's definitely somewhere that I would go and just like I would go and just like sit, <laughs> like I could just go there and not eat, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and drink. Oh wait, you can't drink. It. Yeah, sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> no the the service was kind of doo doo. It might have just been that day or that server, or whatever. But um, the food, the portions were a little bit small for me personally. We yeah. also had the brunch menu. Oh, we interesting. On the dinner menu yet? Okay. I still got like tacos and stuff, but yeah. um, it was good. I, don't know. I love
0: the concept, but I like it's so comparative. And in my eyes, I'm a hater of, not a hater. Um, I just haven't had the best meals at Barbacoa recently. Yeah. But like from a local standpoint, like the flair and the environment, some of the appetizers, like, see, I don't, I like, go for. I don't like know?
1: Barbacoa's environment. You don't personally. Oh. I'm like, is it too demonish? Literally, you? I feel like I'm on like this pathway to just like say hell. It. Yeah, <laughs> like, just let it out. I don't know, it's just too dark in there. Like Tokyo was bright. There was like trees in the middle. It was like cool yeah. design concepts. Dude, was, like, they spent a lot of money on their restaurants. Yeah, and like the bathroom was like all this like pretty black slate tile, and it was oh, just cool. like super sick. Yeah. However, they did have, Bree said in the women's bathroom, they had um, a lady in there handing you a towel, asking for hey. a tip. That's okay. I was like, that
0: means you're high class. Pinkies up. Well, well, I was up. like, I
1: was like, I wonder. I was like, I was like, you think that's like a random person or like token Bdera hired them? Because <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, they hired him, hundred percent. I've never seen that in states. I've seen it in in, in Mexico, Vegas. But, yeah,
0: you see it a lot in Vegas. Yeah, a lot of like the nightclubs. There's always dudes in there. Like, yeah, I was like, I've only seen that nightclubs so. in Cabo. All right. Well, I got a call and I got a meeting. So Blake has to bounce right so, now. Uh, we'll see you Podcast later. Podcast mic drop.